2: I've heard it all, and tonight I am downright disgusted with some of these progressive politicians. And if you listened to the mayor of Athens, Georgia, this guy is not only totally off his rocker, he is sadly indicative of, I think, Everything that is wrong with our judicial system and with our wide open southern border and his darn right apology tour. That is not even an apology on the death of the resident in his community. And I'm talking about the beautiful University of Georgia nursing student who died on the University of Georgia. Remember, she was jogging and she Was killed by an illegal immigrant with that long track record. The guy from Venezuela, he crosses the border, he's paroled into the country, gum comes in illegally. Remember, also in Queens, he endangered a child, he gets out. Now we find out that he was involved in shoplifting in Athens, Georgia, he gets out. Because it's this sympathy train, which I'm all for giving people second and third chances and doing whatever you can. But I'm not for endangering a community. And I'm not for when you see the police report tied to this horrible, brutal murder of Lincoln Riley. You look, this guy bashed her skull. He disfigured her skull. Then we are hearing that she started to call 911. And he interrupted the call. There's apparently an audio recording out there. And we'll see if it ever gets released. Then we know also that he dragged her body into the woods, hoping that nobody would ever find her again. I mean, this is just unbelievable. This guy is a savage. And it's indicative of all the different cases of migrant crime that have been taking place across this country. And there's been a lot of big ones of late. And if you look... At some of the other cases, there was one in Virginia. Earlier today, I was talking to the Attorney General of Virginia, talking about the case there. There's also a case in Maryland that's making a lot of headlines. And another case, there are multiple cases of serious either sexual assaults or murder, where guess what? If you look, these people have a rap sheet a mile long. You wouldn't tolerate and you shouldn't tolerate if they're an American citizen, and you shouldn't tolerate it if they're an illegal migrant. They should be at minimum deported, or if not, give them the death penalty here in America. I hate to say it. When you hear the savagery of what this guy did to this beautiful girl who just happened to be going jogging right near the University of Georgia, and she's a student, this is every family's worst nightmare, and it is despicable. And then today— I saw something that was so shameful in response to it. First off, President Biden comes out and he actually has the audacity to make some statements about crime in America, saying that crime is down. And he didn't even say anything about Lincoln Riley. To this moment, he has not even said her name. And when Corinne Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, gets asked about it in a briefing, Saying, you know, what do you think of, you know, many critics who are saying that the president has blood on his hands and his policies are responsible for what happened to this University of Georgia woman, this beautiful woman whose life was taken away. She says, oh, no, 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 you know, uh, you know, and refers people to local authorities for the investigation. That's the most we've gotten from this White House. Because guess what? They don't want to say her name. I'll say her name, but they don't want to say her name. Because that means then you have to draw attention to the wide, open southern border. And that's the last thing that they want. They don't want any attention to their wide, open border policies. And they don't want any attention to bring any responsibility. And then tomorrow, we're going to see the president current president, President Biden, and we're going to see the former president, Donald Trump, in different locations in Texas. And we're going to see Donald Trump saying, look, what I was doing was working. The current president just had to keep what I was doing on the books and just continue it. I teed it up for him. He just had to do that. And then we'll see the current president, who won't admit that. He'll blame everything on Trump and MAGA. And then he won't even have the audacity to talk about this particular case. He'll do this whole dog and pony show and say, look, things are great, nothing to see here, and hope that somebody in America actually believes him. It is preposterous. And then today we heard from the mayor of Athens, Georgia, and I thought I've seen some really bad politicians in my life. I've been a journalist for many decades, guys, but I cannot believe what I heard from this guy today. Uh, Kelly Gritz, and he is the mayor of Athens, Georgia, again, where Lincoln Riley was brutally killed by an illegal immigrant who was in his community. Because that guy, Hosea Barra, was only living a little bit away, a few minutes away from where she was killed. So, and you know, if somebody is going to do what he did to her, he not only has the crimes that we know of on the books, which are quite a bit. Not only that, you know he probably had a lot of other ones. You don't just suddenly go and bash somebody's skull in and then drag them into the woods. You don't just suddenly randomly do that. Apparently they did not know each other. It's some horrible random crime. It was a crime of opportunity. She was jogging by and it looks like this guy snapped. That's as far as we know right now. But you know that this guy probably had a whole bunch of violence in his background beyond the obvious that we already know. That was enough to deport him. That was enough to put him behind bars for a long period of time. So these open border policies did absolutely play a role in Lincoln Riley's death and did absolutely play a role in so many of these other deaths that we're hearing about of late tied to migrants and did absolutely play a role and what about the 100,000 that die every year from fentanyl because it's coming across our wide open southern border? I am so sick of these politicians coming out and pretending like, I don't know what you're talking about. And this guy today in Athens, Georgia, had the audacity to do a news conference today and start defending the illegal migrants saying we have to take care of them. He had more compassion for the illegal migrants in his community than Lincoln Riley. And that, to me, was shameful. And then he started blaming Trump and blaming MAGA as opposed to his own progressive policy theories that he was still espousing and trying to throw that hogwash down our throats today. And I am so happy that... That there were protesters in the room who shouted the guy down and said, you are a liar. I've never seen a news conference like this when the official came out, but it is the right thing to do. And if I was in that press conference, I'd be cheering for those protesters. I'd probably be shouting right with them because this guy was so full of it. This guy was so disrespectful to Lincoln Riley's family and to that whole community and to all of America. This guy was preposterous. So take a listen. Here's a little bit of the mayor of Athens, Georgia. They've just had one of the worst, most atrocious crimes. Everybody's talking about it in America. Everybody is praying for Lincoln Riley's family after what happened. And listen to the mayor as he's trying to make excuses, and the community wouldn't have it.
3: That term means different things to different people depending on the context of the discussion. Means. many of the elements liar. many of the elements liar. 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 We, liar. Liar. we are here to listen
4: You're a liar. we are here to listen there will be time for questions you are guilty and got blood on your head for this murder sir
3: many of the aspects that are ascribed to sanctuary cities
4: we know what sanctuary are
3: things that are disallowed by Georgia law policy,
2: which is what right, we
3: do. and we contribute a document every year to the georgia department of audits indicating that we do not correspond to these definitions under state law yes
4: you do
3: and no policies have been adopted by the mayor and lying. commission that have so created sanctuary identity. city status sir, in you athens
4: you need to resign
3: one protocol resign that sometimes yeah. arises resign.
4: Resign one, now. Resign. You will one protocol
2: You allowed this to happen, and then today he is trying to make excuses, saying, well, we have to think about the migrants, we have to think about... What about saying, you know, we have to think about Lincoln Riley's family? I I mean, are you kidding me? And this guy didn't even at one point say, maybe we need to review our policies, maybe we're wrong about allowing criminals to come into our country. He never once made... In fact, he was defending them. It was disgusting. Here's a little more. Some of their concerns have to do with the 2019 resolution that was passed and
5: signed by you after you came in office. It is entitled, in support of immigrants and the undocumented community here, and it does state that all statuses are welcome. Do you want to respond to that, and does that give the, you say it's only a term and definition, but does that give the impression that this is a sanctuary city?
4: I,
3: I appreciate the question. Thank you very much for asking. I, I need to be able to answer clearly, so I'll need the voices in the room to listen appreciate that. Are you going to rescind it? What, what I'd like to note is that here in okay. athens Clark County, we center We're our work fired. in the public sector.
4: You need to go, sir. We don't want to hear from you no more. You're not defending us. You're not upholding your oath of office, sir. You are lawless. You are a crim- criminal. I'm trying to ask a question. So your press members.
3: If non-members of the press, yeah,
4: I'm a press member. might be asked Me, to leave the people. We created this government and we pay your salary. You do what we want you to do, not, not what team. you want to do. Not That's the problem agenda. with exactly. this lawlessness in our country. You're so not upholding I've your I've got own, a question sir. from a member of the press.
2: All I have to say is, bravo, bravo, bravo. That guy was trying to go out to the community. He had the, quote, cojones to go out to the community and sit there and say, well, you know what? The migrants aren't so bad. And, you know, uh, there have been people who've been mean to them. And, you know, that's why we're here today. Right after there was a murder in your community? What is wrong with you? Sir, you should resign. You do not deserve to stay in office. And quite frankly, a lot of politicians that espouse that same theory should also be handing in their blue slips today because that is preposterous. They have put America in danger. They have had that open border policy. And tomorrow our president is going to go down there when he hasn't even had the guts to say Lincoln Riley's name. How dare you? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And you are listening to The Rita Cosby Show, and I am
0: fired up tonight.
1: The Rita Cosby Show.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail.
1: It's the Rita Cosby Show.
2: unbelievable what is happening with crime across this country, and I think President Trump had it right when he called it migrant crime. Of course, a lot of big ones making the headlines. Uh, In Virginia, there was a 14-year-old who was raped by an illegal migrant. In Maryland, a two-year-old boy was killed by an illegal migrant. In Texas, there was a hit-and-run death uh, done by an illegal migrant who was behind the wheel Guess what? Arrested five times before. So it's a common story. And of course, we sadly know what happened in Georgia to Lakin Riley. And then you have this despicable mayor in Athens, Georgia, where the University of Georgia is located, where Lakin Riley was jogging. And he's making excuses tonight. And I'm glad the community And I think this is indicative of communities across this country that they have had enough. Here's a little bit more of the mayor making excuses and the community chiming in during a press conference a few hours ago.
3: I'd say trauma affects all of us. And I understand in the wake of a great tragedy like this, we are all deeply hurt and everybody expresses their hurt differently.
0: Um, who voted? Just, who just voted that,
4: to, you to make athens Clark County a sanctuary city? Sir, just, who? What's their name? What legislation were you talking
3: about? My, I, I'm an old man. My ears can only hear one thing at a time, and so I'm asking you, Claudia, if you'd repeat that question. Yeah.
4: We um, want you, to ask questions, you mentioned something too. something
2: unbelievable and that guy deserved to be shouted down he needs to be removed from office 1-800-848-9222 1-800-848-9222 let us go to mike in south carolina uh mike uh i know everybody around the country is talking about this horrible case and then you've got this mayor there mike who just was making excuse after excuse it was pathetic
6: Totally pathetic, totally uh, uh, un- unreal, Sanctuary City, you know, Oh, and then the mayors, you know, let, let's give uh, uh, the illegals a, a, a bit of a break. Are you kidding me? And where to get fired up, Rita? I'm fired up. I have a daughter. She's She'll be 34, middle school teacher Suffolk. something. I have nieces. I couldn't even watch when they had the segment of, of that gem, Lincoln Riley. And outrageous. How dare you, mayor? If I was in that crowd, I would have booed him down too. How dare you? You know, we're giving him carte blanche, okay? The illegal aliens, carte blanche. And now, oh, take the side, feel sorry for him. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? These devils, these animals that we have to deal with. Going on, you know, just shy of 8 million so far in our great country. Sanctuary cities, sanctuary states, you know, Give me a freaking break. Outrageous, man. And
2: you you know, Mike, too, you know, when you say eight million, I wish it was eight million. Uh, It's over eight million that we know of. And then there's about two point three million that we believe are the gotaways that can you imagine you got to be a pretty bad person because these people just walked right through. Uh, They went through the process. Hey, you know, come back in court if you want to in about 10 years. Uh, So the 2.3 million are even worse than these ones. And these ones, all the ones that I cited, so far, as far as we know, uh, walked through the border and then were told, uh, you know, you're not supposed to be here. And they kept going and nobody stopped them. They kept getting arrested. Nobody stopped them. And then guess what happens? You know what? If you suddenly invite a total of 10 million people and you don't vet them, we are going to have so many more cases of this And I do believe that a lot of these politicians have blood on their hands. It is disgusting. And these lack of excuses from this mayor? Shame on him.
1: Rita Cosby is Show presents Back the Blue.
2: And everybody, this Back the Blue segment is sponsored by Goyacares.com because you are a precious gift from God. Be sure to check out Goyacares.com. The company does so much to protect family, to honor faith. Also, they do a lot to combat human trafficking, which is an enormous issue, especially with our wide-open southern border, and they are just doing incredible God's work. So take a look at GoyaCares.com because, boy, they do so much to make a difference in this world. And this story today coming from Fall River, Massachusetts, where a Connecticut man and his father traveled to Massachusetts this week to meet the two Fall River, Massachusetts police officers that he credits with saving his life last month while they were skiing in Vermont. On January 28th, Fall River police officers Guy Furtado and Garrett Nelson were enjoying a day off on the slopes at a mountain resort when they decided to take one final run while the rest of their group decided to head into the ski lodge. As the officers made their way down a black diamond trail, they saw a man frantically screaming for help. That man, 45-year-old William Pozzoon Jr. of Manchester, Connecticut, said that his 20-year-old son Nathan had just suddenly collapsed while they were on what was also their last run of the day. Halzoon said that he remembers seeing his son's lifeless body in the snow and then he immediately panicked, but that he soon heard a very calm voice say, I'll do the compressions, hold his head while you give breaths. That was the officer, Officer Furtado, who immediately began performing CPR on Nathan while walking his father through administering rescue breaths. Officer Nelson, meanwhile, called 911 and provided key details to the responding ski patrol. He also provided additional advanced life support to give the young man a fighting chance. Now, Nathan has no recollection of that day's events, but he is now on the road to a full recovery. On Monday, he and his father were reunited with the officers at the police department headquarters, William, while overcome with emotion, stated that his son is only alive today because of the quick action of these two superheroes. The Polzunes said that they hope to share the slopes with both of these officers next year once Nathan gets the medical clearance. And needless to say, there was not a dry eye in the place as they were all reunited. And what a great, great story, thanks to the incredible work of our men and women in blue who are working even on their days off as these two officers were, thank goodness, for our law enforcement heroes. And I agree with them. These guys, they are definitely superheroes. Well, one person who is a super zero, I would say, is the mayor of Athens, Georgia, because this guy has gotten me riled up like, I don't know, I, I couldn't believe it. I was—I heard it on TV. I'm like, wait, 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 did he just say that? And then I played it back and then it was worse than I even heard it the first time. And I'm glad that I didn't have like a like an object. I would have like thrown it and broken my TV set because this guy was obscene. Here it is, this horrible, horrible murder in his community of Lake and Riley, the nursing student who was jogging there at the University of Georgia at that running trail. There were so many young girls are going for jogs every single day. Guys and girls jogging in that area every single day. It was daytime. And then this monster, an illegal migrant, took her life. And so far, again, we have no idea of motive. It looks like he just kind of came upon her. He lives nearby, clearly has a violent past and probably a lot more than we even know about because it's not like Venezuela, where he's from, uh, shares criminal records with the United States and there's a lot of stories about Venezuela emptying out their jails, emptying out their criminals to come to the United States. There's a story recently a couple of days ago how Venezuela is so happy because their crime is down cuz they've gotten rid of all their worst of the worst and most of them are coming to America. So now we have a wide open southern border and we have a president that I feel is complicit on so many levels and he's going to do the old fake uh, fake a rake tomorrow he's going to go down there and he's going to brownsville which is an area that's not that busy right now other areas are where president trump is going tomorrow is quite busy it's eagle pass texas but he's going to go down there and do the old dog and pony show you know oh yeah everything's fine just like he said today what crime in america and he still has not even mentioned lakin riley's name that is pathetic and this mayor today barely mentioned her name. And, in fact, listen to what he did. This is interesting because you could hear, you heard now in that press conference, they're screaming at him. They're saying, you're fired. Who created this crazy sanctuary city policy? Why are you still making uh, excuses? What is wrong with you, Mr. Mayor? Your job is to, res- you know, protect the community, not make uh, you know, excuses for illegal migrants who are criminals and now who's a murderer. He seemed to have more sympathy for the murderer than he did for Lincoln Riley. And so today, what happens? He gets asked, why was there even a sanctuary city policy? Who would ever do that? And there are a lot of cities around the country that, you know, have it. And listen to what he said, just like everything else. It's MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. Listen to this one.
3: Well, 2019 was not that long ago. You might remember the dynamic we were living in, in the late teens in this country, where you had... President of the United States speaking in the most vile terms about people who were foreign born. And you had that notion metastasizing in places like Charlottesville. In the main, I caution against conflating immigration and crime. The data demonstrates that the two are not connected. Because the impact of federal immigration policy on localities has been under such consistent discussion in recent months, I do want to say a few words about this. It's my 18th year as a local government policymaker. And my work has overlapped with four U.S. presidencies and numerous iterations of Congress. All of them have failed to reach agreement on how to handle immigration.
2: So he brings up Charlottesville. He also brings up Trump. It gets on and on and on. I just can't believe this guy making excuses. There's nothing to do with migrant crime. We see it with our own two eyes. That is shameful. And then it gets into the bigger, broader policy with President Biden, because President Biden still won't say Lincoln Riley's name because he doesn't want to draw attention to the wide open southern border. All right. And he doesn't want to bear any responsibility to it, just like he never talks about fentanyl. But boy, after everything that happened to George Floyd, he couldn't stop talking. Here he is at George Floyd's funeral. Listen to this one.
5: We should also be asking ourselves why the answer is so often too cruel and painful. Why in this nation do too many black Americans wake up knowing that they could lose their life in the course of just living their life? Why does justice not roll like a river or righteousness like a mighty stream? Why? Ladies and gentlemen, we can't turn away. We must not turn away. We cannot leave this moment thinking we can once again turn away from racism that stings at our very soul, from systemic abuse that still plagues American life. As Thurgood Marshall once implored, quote, America must dissent from indifference. It must dissent from fear, the hatred, and the mistrust. We must dissent because America can do better. Because America has no choice but to do better.
2: That was a powerful speech. I don't think he could give one like that now. Because boy, has he gone downhill. Despite the, uh, we'll get to the uh, physical results later on in the show. But here he's saying that one man changes the world. One decision does this. One does that. Think about all the riots and the protests and all the results of that. And then today, he still cannot even say Lake and Riley's name and as far as we know he has not even called the family the White House said they didn't have any information on it so he didn't call the family yet. I mean that's preposterous and it goes well beyond him because Congresswoman Katie Porter, she's a Democrat from California said, you know we really shouldn't make immigration policy or or even think about changing anything just because one person died just because Lake and Riley essentially died. That, to me, is one of the most cold, despicable, hypocritical statements I've ever heard, especially of what I just played, of what Biden said on June 9, 2020, at the George Floyd funeral. Here is Katie Porter. Listen to this, and everybody's talking about this one tonight. I think when a horrible tragedy like like this happens, I think whenever we're dealing um, with violent crime, there is a sense of outrage, of sadness, and of loss. But I think the important thing to focus on is any one instance shouldn't shape our overall immigration policy, which has so many different facets, including economic choices about what workers to allow in and how to create prosperity in America. So the situation is tragic and it's a loss and it's important to acknowledge that, but also to recognize all the other how all the other parts of immigration policy fit together. Yeah, let's not spend too much time just because a beautiful Georgia nursing student who was minding her own business and jogging and doing something that millions of Americans do every single day was brutally killed by an illegal immigrant that had a massive track record and was led into this country during Joe Biden's presidency and his open borders. Your president, Congresswoman Katie Porter. That to me was one of the most insensitive comments I think I've ever heard and again juxtapose it with the way they handled everything during George Floyd one person did change everything for them during George Floyd but when the narrative doesn't fit the message for them somehow then it's not important 1-800-848-9222 1-800-848-9222 let's go to Sandra line three Sandra your thoughts oh good evening Rita you know I think
7: about two wrongs don't make it right. But in this case, I do think two wrongs would make it right. What he did to this nurse is beyond beyond belief. And I think this man should suffer the same way. I do. I think he should be a little bit tortured and then put to death.
2: How do you like that? You're talking about the illegal immigrant. Yeah. Yeah. I believe uh-huh. Oh, believe me. I wish they had firing squad. I'd be happy to be there, you know? Me, too. I'm telling you, it's it's it to me what he did to this woman is so despicable. And what's so you know, it's one thing I haven't figured out, Sandra, the wife of this guy kind of came forward right away and said, well, he had other arrests here. He had this here. He had it's like, what else did he have in his background? Like the wife seemed to be given up this criminal history pretty quickly, like it was par for the course. And also, the other question is, I want to know, what's the track record for this guy in Venezuela? I bet there was a whole bunch of other things. This guy was not coming here because he was being persecuted in Venezuela. I'm not saying hearing persecution because whatever he did to America uh, was he destroyed the fabric of America and destroyed a precious life. And we're not Mm going to forget Lake and Riley. And I agree with you. Just deporting people like this is too nice, Sandra, don't you? I think that's too soft. I think so. You know, I think
7: about Singapore a lot and I've been talking about it and how um, this man, Michael Hayes, got punished for spray painting a car and they caned him and they put him in prison. And if you look, there's no crime in Singapore. And if you look, it's like one extreme to the other and we're the other extreme where anything goes and you don't get punished for it. We need to have a happy medium. I'm not saying Singapore is right in how they do things, but uh, um, it's certainly not right how we're doing things. That's how I feel.
2: No, and you know, the sad thing is, too, is that when that happened with, um, you know, and I agree with you. I mean, there's some cases like where you look at some of these countries where the punishment is so severe, which is, I agree, over the top in a lot of ways. You know, and you right. think about like uh, Saudi Arabia, you know, if you if you steal something, they used to cut off your hand. You know, I mean, there's some very right. serious. But I will say in cases like this and, and look at look at just what we're looking at in America right now. In America, we have this revolving door. Things are so bad that that D.A., remember, is it in Arizona who doesn't want to send the uh, guy who killed the woman in the hotel in New York back? Because she doesn't want the guy to be back out on the street. She doesn't trust Alvin Bragg. And I agree with right. her. I wouldn't either with crime. You but, know? But, yeah. I I mean, so what a sad situation. And when you look at the migrant crime, that's the other thing, Sandra. Like, even think about the the case of the New York police officers that were being beaten there and getting uh, drop kicks on their head by that thug, those group of migrants. Remember? <laughs> that that video yeah. was going all over the place. You could bet that that was being played in Venezuela and other countries around the world. And they're going, God, we can get away with anything in New York. That was almost like an advertisement for everybody who wanted to do bad things. Come to New York and you can get away with it. That was essentially what that video showed. And that was so sad. And then we let him walk and he gives the finger to the media, gives America the bird, basically. I mean, that again, you know was played all over the videos all over they look on viral video they go oh God look what look what so-and so did oh we could do this too I mean what a sad testament that is Sandra You
7: know what I think our only hope and, and I I know this is our only hope we need Donald Trump back <laughs> a lot of this is going to stop
2: once he puts his foot
7: back in the White House I, I definitely believe that
2: yeah I do too by the way you need to have somebody who's going to come in who will straighten things out and who right. will who can with clarity can say, Bad person, good person. Bad person needs to be punished. They need to be arrested. They need to not be out on the streets. Whatever the law allows, make sure it's the stiffest punishment. Make sure they get the message so he doesn't do it again or she doesn't do it again. And also their friends don't do it again. And then the bad people that are here, get them out of here or put them in jails. One of the two. But don't have them roaming around the community And get rid of some of these crazy mayors like this horrible mayor in Athens, Georgia. This guy is shameful. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And you are listening to The Rita Cosby Show.
1: It's The Rita Cosby Show. This is The Rita Cosby Show.
2: And tonight on The Rita Cosby Show, we're going to continue talking about Biden and the border and this crazy mayor uh, who epitomizes, I think, many progressives in America. This is the mayor in Georgia who is making excuses, essentially for the migrant who killed Lincoln Riley in his community, because this guy is left of the left of the left. And in addition to that, we also heard from Biden today saying, crime is down, things are great in America. And he's going to go to the border and go, "Uh, what problems here? Look how great of a job I'm doing. I hope nobody believes him. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Dom in Minnesota, line five. Dom, your thoughts.
6: Yeah, Rita, even the police in Athens, Georgia, seem to be supportive of the protesters. I found that really comforting because they suddenly turned into humans and people. My question is, where is the ACLU? Where is the National Organization of Women? And where is the champion of women, Hillary Clinton?
2: Yeah, you know what? That's a great point. You're right. Where are they? You know, they, they should be speaking out After this terrible death uh, and to, you know, here's a woman who is doing, again, jogging, doing what so many women do across the country and men. But you're right. They should be speaking out and saying something. But, you know, you know the answer to that, because the minute you do that, it draws attention to what created this problem. And it is a wide open border and unvetted immigrants that come across our border that we have no idea who they are and who is responsible for that. Joe Biden, and the Democratic administration. So they don't want to spotlight it. You know the answer to that. That's why they've been silent, don't you think? That's my opinion, Dom. Yeah,
6: I don't mean to minimize the tragedy, but really bad. But here's my question. I know I'm not trying to be un, insensory, but would the response from the Biden and the Democrats have been different if Lakin Riley was Black or Hispanic or a member of the LGBT community? I wonder...
2: Can I say one thing? I'll be honest with you. Yes, I think it would have been. And how sad is that? I I think that, I think, because I think for sure this mayor, you know, I mean, look at what we talked about, what happened with George Floyd. Even in the George Floyd case, and I'm not even talking about the facts of the case. I'm just even talking about the death of George Floyd. Every, you know, his name is synonymous. Think of all the riots, all the protests, even Kamala Harris was donating to the Minnesota Freedom Fund. I mean, you, you think about just the, the whole movement of what happened in America. President Biden speaking at the funeral there. That was June 9th, 2020. And he can't even say Lincoln Riley's name. You know, it, it's like these deaths are political for them. How they can use it. And, and you think about the riots. He didn't say stop the rioting. And by the way, even these protests that were happening recently... At schools, how about how about the ones where they've been shouting the most vile things against Jewish students? The president has been waffly on Israel, but he's been somewhat supportive because obviously a lot of people aren't happy with him. But he hasn't condemned the protesters. Have you heard that, Dom? I haven't. Yeah. yeah, you know the last last point I want to make is that if Kamala Harris
6: had come out and said, "I feel really bad. This should be stopped," she would have had a shot at the
2: presidency. I'll get you. That's a great point. You're right. If she had stood up and had the courage to say what we all should be saying, you're right. People would have respected her.